Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RV Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and Video Series, where we talk about digital marketing tactics and strategies to help grow your business. Today, we're going to talk about insights from Cyber Monday and holiday business development hacks through the Elfster app. So today is Tuesday, and we are looking back at the insights and trends that uh, Adobe, with its new cloud product, has provided some insights behind some of the trends that Americans have demonstrated of what they're interested in in buying over the holiday weekend. So I think it's interesting, um, as Adobe reported, $9.4 billion in online sales and a record $3 billion of that was done from smartphone devices. I think that it's really interesting that you know, not only is, is that $3 billion significant, but it is a huge jump in the fact that Americans trust that you can buy things from your phone on the internet. I mean, we went from this, this idea of, you know, will people buy things on the internet to yes, people will buy things on the internet. And now we're, you know, moving into from what devices are we going to um, buy products and services on the internet? And, and Americans have shown strongly that they don't have a problem, you know, clicking buy now straight from their mobile device. Um, I love to, I, I love the list of the top items that were sold during the holiday weekend from Black Friday through Cyber Monday. Here's the list. Frozen 2 toys, in other words, the, the second movie of Frozen, toys related to that, that movie. Uh, LOL surprise dolls. And if you have no idea what LOL surprise dolls are, you know, just think about like bobblehead meets Barbie. <laughs> and that's pretty much what you have in LOL surprise dolls. You know, you have these sort of, you know, larger head with the huge eyeballs, you know, with like Barbie type, uh, you know, body. So that's the uh, LOL surprise dolls. Uh, Nerf products, um, high on the list. Madden 20, Nintendo Switch, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and Samsung TVs, uh, Amazon's Fire TV, AirPods and air fryers. So when you boil it down, pretty much Americans love to play indoor and outdoors. They love to consume content and they love to cook and eat. At the end of the day, that's pretty much what we love. But I think that it's interesting, you know, when you really think about and you understand what's important to your market and you start to make content around it, um, you become relevant. So I, you know, it's, it's, it's hacking culture, but if, if it really comes across as authentic and something that you're having fun with, it can become entertaining, which we love to consume entertaining content. I mean, you could literally like go out and buy some of those, you know, these Nerf guns, right. With the little Nerf pellets 
and like, you know, stage, uh, you know, uh, an ambush of somebody in the office and video record that and put that up. You could have a, you know, Nerf war challenge, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, a, a company that's next door or the office that's down, down the door or between the departments within your organization. And you could, you know, do a video series around that. These are ideas that center around what's happening in culture um, and, and you're just having fun and, and you're not, you're not trying to sell anything. You're not trying to, you know, con convince anyone to, to, you know, buy your products. You're just demonstrating that as a brand, you understand what is relevant and, and what is, you know, popular culture, um, by engaging in these kinds of activities. Um, I mean, you could have, you know, people in your office that love to cook and you could have air fryer, you know, cooking contests. Right. And and again, you know, create a video series around that where, you know, you know, every Friday you have, you know, air fryer lunches or, or what have you. But these are the kinds of ideas that when you understand and you look at these trends and then you say, OK, how does this make sense in a natural way? with our people who work behind our brands, right? That is how you help your brand become a persona. That's how you, you know, give a, a, a feeling and a, and a tone um, to what's normally thought of as, as very institutional, just a logo. Uh, it becomes more than that. Now, again, to say that if you don't understand that that the term mobile friendly is absolutely critical in 2020, I mean, it's no joke. Three billion dollars. It's it's a 46 percent increase year over year from 2018. Like 46 percent. That's massive. That's like a huge swing in consumer confidence to say, yes, I'm going to enter my information, my credit card, you know, privacy. Why are we doing that? Well, like I said yesterday on the show, we will sacrifice convenience or we will sacrifice privacy for convenience nine times out of 10, right? Now, are there the truthers in the, in the you know, those that are like, no, we're not going to do it. I'm going to get in my car and drive to the store and buy it. Yes, and that's fine. But the fact of the matter is 46% of Americans decided, you know what? I'm okay with it. I don't, time is precious and I'm just going to get it done from my phone. Um, another really interesting um, fact is that um, buying online and then going to the place and picking it up from a specific area uh, or curbside pickup also increased 43% year over year. You know, it's interesting if you've been into some of the box stores, especially like Walmart, you know, they've got this gigantic kiosk with these like, you know, looks like locker bins where, you you know, you have a key, you, you put in your, you know, swipe your order, it, get, it releases the key, you go, you unlock and you get your items out or you pull into the area where the curbside is and the, the, they bring the stuff out to you. You know, again, 
innovation is is less about what you make or sell and more about how you deliver it. Right? Again, innovation is is less about what you make or sell and more about how you deliver it or how you provide it, the the, the end result of, of how people get it in their hands uh, or how they consume it um, at the end of the day is, is what true innovation really is about. Um, so those are some really interesting trends. I think the other thing that was interesting from uh, Adobe's information was some of the advertising. So as marketers... We want to know, okay, how much did they spend and what did they spend it on and, and how do those numbers look? So um, paid search, which again, paid search, I think really can indicate not just Google search, but anything that you, you know, sort of paid for placed media, if you will, on digital uh, really drove 24.4% of sales, which is an increase of about 5.2%. Um, organic search, people just, you know, and again, the difference between, you know, that traffic of paid search versus organic, I think with paid search, it's really intent based. Like I already know what I want. I want Madden 20. I'm ready to buy. I'm not trying to go figure out if it's the game that's for me. You know, I'm not in the consideration stage. I'm in the purchase stage. I'm ready to go. Um, which is why it, it represents the largest amount because during this time period, Black Friday to Cyber Monday, our intent is high. We're not searching. We're not trying to figure it out. We are actively ready to buy. Um, so organic, 18.8%, um, which was uh, just about average, um, no, no massive increase there. Interesting here is reported that email accounted for 16.8% of sales, which was an increase of 8.9 year over year. So really out of all of the different tools, um, you know, social media, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, email was actually the largest percentage increase over all of them, right? When you do it comparatively over last year. Again, it's so important that on your website, you have a strategy, a value-added strategy of how you're going to build your first-party data, right? Because if you're relying on social media to, you know, really build momentum and, and build a following and create an audience, um, that's great. But all of the data belongs on the platform. You don't have the data. I mean, you don't have that person's contact information you're relying on them coming to you to see you and consume your content. So by collecting that first party data with a, uh, you know, sign up for, you know, whatever your value add is, whether it's a newsletter, a daily update, you know, exclusive content, whatever that might be that you're delivering via email uh, is great. And this is not spam. And I think that, 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 you know, the email systems have gotten better and better of, you know, allowing you to say, this is spam, or yes, I want this, you know, and so when I'm on a website, and I put my email address in there, and I say, yes, I want this, then when it comes through, I'm going to open the email, and I'm going to click on it, you know, if you're providing that value added content. So that's huge. And I think that's some very interesting. Now, social media uh, was reported that it was an increase of 17 0.5% increase in traffic 
Now, they didn't have a quantifiable um, you know, number when it comes to sales. And this is something that's, I think, very interesting for marketers when it really comes to attribution. How can we attribute that while I was shopping, you know, I went on a website, but I left and then I got the retargeting pixel and then that retargeting pixel showed up in my social media feed and then I clicked on it. Well, if I did that, that was actually paid content not organic social media content. So I think that some of this, um, you know, is a little bit fuzzy math, if you will, because there's an there's overlay between that paid search when you think about retargeting through social, uh, you know, as far as that paid content placement. Um, so those were some interesting advertising trends. Uh, so that's kind of the insights uh, and trends that we saw through Cyber or through Black Friday, through uh, Cyber Monday. Now let's talk about the holiday business development hacks with the Elfster app. If you're not familiar with Elfster, you need to go check out Elfster.com. Elfster.com is really a way for you to share the list that you have under the tree or that you'd like to have under the tree. And it's basically an app that connects with all of the different uh, shopping platforms, I would say the majority of links are connected directly to Amazon. So I think Amazon's got a deal with Elfster. Maybe have to do some research on that. But you can do a search within the Elfster for products and the directory display that comes, that the inventory that pulls over is all Amazon. Now, you can go to an outside, some other website. You could go to Best Buy. You could go to you know, Walmart, you could go to Target, you know, you could go to, you know, whatever Dick's Sporting Goods, and they have Dick's Sporting Goods and Zappos and some of the other things kind of already baked in their, their inventory, but you can add a link from anywhere into your list. Now, here's the hack, okay? The hack is this. How many times have you bought a gift for someone that when they got it, you know, they gave you the smile and they're like, thank you so much. That was nice. And then they turned around and they were like, I will never use this. <laughs> this is so not me. Like, it's completely irrelevant, right? So Elster eliminates that because it's a list that's generated and submitted one-to-one. -one. Now, here's the business development hack, okay? Send an invitation. And all you, you, you create a list, you send an invitation, you put in someone's email, and you say, join uh, Elster and let's create a list together. So as a, as a business development tool, I love this idea of getting, you know, all these ideas because what happens when someone puts in, you know, the things that they're interested in, you get to know a little bit more about the person, right? And, and as we talked about on yesterday's show, personalization is key in marketing for 2020. And so through Elster, you're getting an idea of what it is. It could be totally random. You have no idea what it is, but you could really find out about, you know, that person, your, whether it's a client, whether it's a prospect. And so you could set up separate lists within Elster and invite people to those different lists, right? You know, and have your, your clients, you could have your prospects. I mean, we're doing it in our office, right? Just because we're going to do a white Christmas exchange, the elephant, you know, exchange, whatever you call it thing, um, you know, where we're doing a gift exchange. 
And so we're putting our, you know, things in there. And, and when I was doing it today, I was like, this is cool. You could totally hack this as a business development tool, right? And it's fun. Going back to Americans, we like to play. So I think Elster is a really great idea. Now, here's the long-term play on this. So not only do you gather information about what is of interest for the holidays, now you've got some insight into other sort of, you know, anniversary items, you know, anniversary dates, birthdays, you know, other important dates that are related to your client or your prospect. And now you've got this information of what they like. Now, so you put that information in your CRM, you trigger that date ahead of time so that you can order that item. I mean, think about the, 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 the impact that a, a, a business client or a prospect would have when six months from now, it's their birthday and you deliver them sort of part two of Elster, right? It's like Christmas in July or Christmas in you know August or what have you is you understand, you know what they like when it comes to their preferences, right? It's the personalization of the business relationship that the Elster hack allows you. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Hope you've enjoyed today's show. I hope you'll tune in again tomorrow. Have a great day and we'll check you out next time.